Oh, hey everyone. Uh, this is uh, this is Love Kush from uh, non-consensual podcasts where I now when I randomly kidnap people and force them to do a podcast. <laughs> uh, this is Devi, the person who kidnapped for today. <laughs> Devi, tell about yourself. <laughs> yeah, hello guys. Um I I was kidnapped by Love Kush to come here and talk on a really uh complex and cryptic topic and i think that is why he kidnapped me okay, and if you want to know why he's so calm about this this intro is after we had done the talk so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, because... after this is over let's cut to the talk but yeah <laughs> yeah so what we're going to be listening uh next is going to be a deep, uh, a kind of deep fun, fun, but plain <laughs> and fun and a totally ridiculous non-scientific little <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer Do not take this as scientific advice. Yeah, <laughs> none of us are scientific. But you can't flex about this to other people. This all yeah. logically makes sense. Don't yeah, worry. this makes logically makes sense. But uh, does it make sense scientifically? Uh, Absolutely not. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. maybe. Yeah. Not pushing me. <laughs> so uh, we'll be going over uh, computer. Hey, this is uh, no spoilers. It's about yeah. Today's yeah. today's question shall be: What is death? Yeah, what is death? Keep And watching. We'll be going over <laughs> topics which. you won't even believe will come up <laughs> in the course of like looking at the title uh, okay 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 you can see this video call is being recorded right mm, yeah okay so i was very bored mm. and i was thinking what to do so i decided hey why not make a podcast okay podcast so, oh yes. my god my okay. background is not great <laughs> so, so, like, you can do one of two things right now do you want to do a podcast with me or do you just want to do this one episode with me <laughs> podcast what is death yeah like is it um oh. ethically like uh in the actual sense of uh, what when you describe between good and evil is death good or is death bad hmm <laughs> yeah so do you want like is there a philosophical talk, take to this or uh, uh, there is one where uh, if you believe in theoretical uh, so in A theoretical uh, versions it's always like there's an afterlife there's a heaven and there's a hell and you go yeah. based on how good you were or how bad you were and then you come back to earth but then that obviously doesn't make sense because yeah. there's only certain number of lives right because starting of the population yeah. there's like 4000 people now there's like 6 billion where do these extra come from right it's always it's ever increasing so there's never yeah. you can't just create souls out of nothing right so it's not mm. reincarnations complete garbage no and there's okay not But complete to garbage. answer the thing is uh, uh okay reincarnation might be garbage but the thing is to answer death you need to understand life right okay that's the thing um, uh, you can't separate the two right to understand death you need to understand life and like how does life come to an end like when does life come to an end like is it uh, when you say someone is like someone's life has ended like is it just a physical sort of death or is there something more to it you mean like if 
a person's forgotten that's like a one death you mean something like that or just yeah something like that um uh, like see uh when you say someone has died uh, hmm. like where does that where is the boundary between life and death uh, because uh, like we, if our uh, all our systems all the systems yeah know, the dude's not coming, moving he's yeah. dead <laughs> take let's take the example bef- uh, like between a computer and a human being like when okay, do you say when do you say computer is dead Hmm. when do you say computer is dead or when do you say it's when alive move yeah right. when when it stops doing yeah. what it's supposed to do right yeah, okay so, uh, and uh, if a computer uh, like a computer doesn't necessarily have to be off for it to be dead right yeah yeah so can you can we say something like that about humans like uh, does a human really have to shut down all their systems to be dead or uh Like, is there mm. something more to it like a person is not doing something they're not a normal person like thing mm. this they are said to be dead or is that the kind of definition we are talking about? yeah socrates had defined death as a uh, one of two possibilities okay mm. so one was either uh, rather than seeing it as like death death okay because mm. people don't technically fear death right yeah they fear the concept of dying like the process of dying yes right so i i to answer your question i feel uh, death would be the absence of you right cuz mm-hmm. you and death cannot simultaneously exist death is when you cease to exist right like yeah. you're dead when you don't exist so you can't both can't happen at the same time yeah that's true right so uh, what i think would be the case would be uh, so socrates had said two cases one was uh, this thing either a where there's an afterlife sort of thing so i would go to an afterlife and i would meet other people who were there before and i would engage in philosophical debate with them yeah okay which is a good thing right in one way mm-hmm. yeah. and the second thing would be uh, okay say there was nothing just a dreamless sleep mm-hmm. right that also is completely fine right because you accept it it's a dreamless sleep it's yeah. nothing to so um, could you say that a coma is a death uh no right he's still um, functioning he's still there okay yeah, as long as there's hope yeah yeah he or she like uh, they are there right yeah like when you say so you depend on as dead yeah like who, when you say they are there like where are they yeah what is the essence of their state of being alive ha but there's still a chance of them come, recovering from the coma right the coma is not like a permanent thing it's like yeah but they are not but they are not dead right they're not dead Yeah. And yeah. But they're not functioning. Because there's a chance of them coming back though. They are yeah. functioning though. Their okay. heart so, still beating, their lungs are so, still engaged. So this tells us that we cannot compare the death of a computer and a human being, right? Yeah, exactly. In in this case, if a computer does this, it's supposed to be dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because a computer is expected to have 100% efficiency, right? Yeah. Unlike a human. <laughs> so essentially what we have arrived at here is that a human is not a machine yeah like you cannot like describe uh, a human's behavior or you cannot analyze their life uh, behavior using what we do for machines like it's not yeah, like it's not like a human being uh, like oh, of course we are all made up of atoms and the atoms move in a certain way and give, yeah. it's basically like we take some food process it and there's some output but it's not just that right yeah. it's not not to there's something else which makes up life right and is that life which comes to an end 
No. So you mean like a soul or no, a purpose? I'm not saying like a you know like a religious soul kind of concept, but there is something like something okay, like, something life like okay which comes to an end hmm. and that cannot be defined like like if you say a computer is dead uh, you can say the power goes out yeah. or something stops working but a computer's death is not permanent right it's yeah. temporary hmm. but for a human being uh, uh, when you say the life ends it's hmm. not something you can touch or see right the essence yeah. of being alive is not something that you can physically touch true but so then I, i think this is the quality the ability mm. to physically touch is the essence of life <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing like uh, you cannot physically like it's not like uh, like uh, like uh, the heart uh, you can say heart is beating like right? a heartbeat yeah. you can you can, say that you can feel that yeah, you can feel that right yeah you can feel that so but is that like is that the definition of life so according to you any vegetable Okay, sorry. A uh, vegetable. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> any organism. Any. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, like people who are just stay in one place. That's huh. not politically correct term. Yeah. Can't move. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So any one of them is considered to be dead, according to you. Like as long as you can't yeah, contribute to society, they're just dead. According, like they don't count. No, then, then that's the problem. So then you define a person's life based on society, right? Hmm. That's the thing. That definition becomes: uh, Are you contributing? Like society is something humans made out of yeah. themselves, right? Because so, they're too insecure to stay alone. Ah, society <laughs> is a different concept and a different yeah. debate entirely. The thing is, like that is a like that definition is based on how you interact with other people. Like yeah. if that person was stuck on a planet with no other life forms, hmm. so they are considered alive, right? Because yeah. because. See, for example, if we found an organism like that on Mars, then life on Mars, right? Yeah. But on Earth, they are considered like biologically not being alive. Okay. Right. So there's a depth, there's a like, there's a contradiction here, basically. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So that's the thing why we are saying about death is that it's not really like a line which divides. You know, uh, there is no line which divides the atmosphere and space, right? <laughs> Basically, a, you can say it's a continuum. Like we are gradually going to space. There is no yeah. specific line. You cross that, and you are going to space. Not like, like the border between countries. So basically, is is that what life and death is? Is there a continuum? But when we, if you are saying there is a continuum, there should be something between being dead and being alive. Right? That there is a continuum. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and because like say it's not like life. There's a line, death. Hmm. It's not like that, right? Yeah. It, But there's no like intermediary, that. also, right? Ha, ha, no, when you're saying ambiguity, usually ambiguity hmm. is like if there's black and white, there's usually a gray. Ha, so there's no gray, gray, there's gray area. Ha, there is no gray in this. Is there a gray? That's what I mean. There is no gray. There's it's absence and presence. Like when you say light, is hmm. it either light or there is no light? No light. There's not right. like there is some intermediate. Then, then how do, how do you define this contradiction? Is it Is it a contradiction in our definition, or is it a contradiction in reality? Like, uh, see, not being dead on Mars and on Earth, but yeah. they are dead, and like, so uh, looking at that definition, working from there, uh, they are they are dead on Earth basically, yeah. hmm. but they are not dead on Mars, <laughs> right? So is that a problem with your definition, 
or is it a problem in reality fine, or fine. is it a problem what if, what if try redefining what life and death is hmm, that's the problem how do you define it that's hmm. where we started right yeah like so, how would you define it okay hmm. um would you define it as something which can do the processes of living beings that is any one of the process that is move eat sleep reproduce yeah then we are still going back to the computer like definition right hmm. no no computer computer can move and yeah that's the no i mean the philosophy like a computer can take input process give output so yeah. this is a step by step thing that we are doing so yeah. here we think that but it's a non living thing right so why can, why would you describe it as being dead or alive yeah that's it. see when we are saying non living hmm. that's what i'm saying it's not about state of being i what i mean is it's a process right because if we consider like for example if we had a big enough system we could make a human right like you accept that And can we make like, yeah like if we had a complex uh, enough system turning test but yeah, yeah okay <laughs> huh, if we had an say we have all the resources in the universe like we are a super being okay uh, and can we make a human that's the thing because see see we are all made of atoms and we okay. all our atoms follow the basic rules of yeah everything nuclear physics all those things see, each atom does follow all the rules of nature right yeah It's, it's basically like saying uh, there's a zero, one, and a logic gate goes like that. So yeah. basically, each atom is like a logic gate. And okay. if we have infinitely infinite number of logic gates, hmm. or something like that, there's an analogy. Okay. Can we make a no, not human? Can we make a life form? You can make a simple this thing, bacterial life form, right? No, but can we? Even a bacterial. They already have is, done that. Ah, but can we? Like, uh, I'm saying. Yeah, bacteria is kind of ambiguous. No, no, not right? bacteria. Not bacteria. Remember that uh, they had done that one test to find out the origin of life. Uh, they trapped everything inside a bubble with uh, oxygen and sulfur. No, no, no. no but, but that's things. still a natural process, right? That's still a natural but process. But it was done man-made, right? So technically, yeah, all those living organisms. Yeah, it's man-made. But we did not really pick the atoms and make everything like a cookbook, right? <laughs> still, uh, like we gave the conditions. Yeah, it's like saying we make like when we are making a dosa, yeah. like we put all the yeast and everything, and everything comes like we didn't make the dosa, right? No, but it's like make, cake, right? Like yeah. you put all the ingredients and you threw it in the oven. You created the condition, yeah. but and you got a cake. No, if we say we created something, we we should have been the one to design it. Like, did we design that? That's a different. Like when we say we create a dam, we actually designed it, right? We like decided it should be like this. It should be this thick, this high. Mm-hmm. But but when we made the bacteria in the Miller Ure experiment, like okay. uh, they just gave the like they did some things and they put up petri dish kind of thing and life was actually Crossed made the there. Yeah, but we did not design the bacteria right because we did not know what bacteria uh-huh, would uh-huh. like. We did not. So you're talking like CRISPR logic, but much more controlled. Uh-huh. No, I am talking no, not that. I am just talking like simple logic kind of thing. Like we did not. predict what sort of bacteria would come in that like we did not design it right yeah yeah but say but we can't design like uh, can we actually take some let's say some kind of basic ingredients like carbon nitrogen and all those things this is just a, like say we are a superhuman and okay. if we could we okay could theoretically put all this together in some form of superhuman way could we make life 
in a way which we have designed like say we need a bacteria mm-hmm. this, got it uh, like in the video yeah yeah we need some cells here some cells here and can and put all them together boom we have life Uh, they try that in full metal alchemist it did not ah, work uh, like this is this is almost in the realm of science fiction right yeah so almost going and touching the boundaries of science fiction that's the thing yeah. so but but but, but uh, so technically 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 can I, we can make it. it you can make it and uh-huh. there is also a way cloning is basically what you're describing ha uh-huh. we are designing cloning yeah you yeah. take your close DNA. enough close enough yeah. yeah like you know what is happening mm-hmm. this problem is like it's much more mutated so they live half the life but still mm. you can but still, we are not making life is it you are like you are with cloning cloning is just how yeah we are them. making yeah but are we designing it to be such like, like have we yeah, designed like you want me mm. so you clone me <laughs> i clone you like is that possible like can yeah. i take some cells some that's cells how cloning in, works like i don't think like we can make uh, we can make you perfect replica of you I right now right now with the tech, technology no 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 no, no. Yeah. we can the we can yeah not saying, ethical yeah like it's possible right it's very possible it's right possible. now possible huh. ha no it's not so, ethical so do they do huh. it for dogs in china and all if you can get like a permit the permit is like 1 or 2 lakh huh. uh, basically if you get the permit uh, you can clo- get your dog cloned by like a nearby dog cloning area hmm. and uh, but it's possible it's possible, it's possible. completely possible ha huh. so we can make life yeah but the problem is they don't last as long like ah, right. say you were to live 80 or 90 right mm. your clone would live to 45 because already half the mutations are done mm. right because they're only cloning with your this thing sperm not with the ova right yeah. the ova is usually just blank they remove mm. all the genetic material mm. out so it's pure your thing yeah so half of the things are already gone so your clone will only live for like half your age and fasol yeah. come out as a baby and then live to only <clears> half its age yeah but basically if you know all the laws of physics and all the like assume we know all the laws of nature okay if we know them and we know how it works we can basically assuming we know all the one law of nature ah ah yes <laughs> we can basically make life right yeah is possible hmm. the question was death what ah, is it that's the thing no no <laughs> like to understand that we need to understand life right so okay. that's the thing we were going at like when does this state of being alive end when you uh, are dead yeah yeah dead <laughs> but how do you define that death like we came across this contradiction that being dead and being alive hmm. like at the like it's not really a fixed boundary right yeah not like no dead, it is a uh, it is a fixed boundary we just don't know what the boundary yeah, is yeah that's the thing we do not know if we do not know if it's a fixed like it's a boundary it's like a straight line or is it like uh, is there a space between these two where like there's something like a vague like what you said at the boundary of a black yeah, hole like what yeah. about people whose heart failed huh. and then reignited with this thing um, yeah cpr i forgot they called uh, yeah they are like artificial defibrillator yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. so basically technic- medically and technically they were dead for those maximum 5 hmm. minutes until they were defibrillated back to life yeah so did they die and then come back yeah yeah that, 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 that's the thing that's the thing like <laughs> where were they like where were they 
like a in between transit point ah, yeah what <laughs> what is there is there a point something like, like the, that uh, theoretically def- uh, describing this event it's uh, it would be like uh, basically what purgatory where you would go before you're sent to the heaven ah, ah, that's that's what i'm trying at see all cultures in the world uh, religious or literary like in all those works they have oh. this the uh, concept of purgatory right ah, something but, uh, between also the one mentioned the problem with uh, this thing religious beliefs is mm. people live their life to make their afterlife better rather than ah. to make their current life better mm. like yeah. you're nice to someone not because you want to be nice you're nice yeah, someone because, because you you want to have a peaceful afterlife yeah so that's <laughs> the thing like uh, still all cultures have this concept of an afterlife something like let's uh, just Uh, well let's disregard all that but mm-hmm. apart from that like i am talking about this concept of a purgatory like between life and death like yeah. transient kind of thing like that's what i'm saying so uh, between that there's this something so when we actually traverse from life to death mm-hmm. and when we are like uh, you know cpr so yeah. we go to a certain extent if we cross that we can't come back there's this sec- hmm. certain section where oh, yeah are... like oh yeah like so basically every organ dies after a certain amount of time uh-huh. right so yeah. that certain amount of time is like i think it's 8 minutes for the heart hmm. so after 8 minutes there's no coming back cuz your heart will not reignite no matter so, what so death is basically a failure of organs essentially or is, it? Oh, is it is it i mean if your organs failed you can't come back right necessarily uh-huh. necessarily but you you have that 6 minute gap so that's mm. how long they take to like retransplant your heart also so they mm. have that only 6 minutes or so but still we have to understand that people have had like you know uh experiences sort of stories where mm. people have like dreamt you can say maybe I their mean, minds have made up things like I mean, uh yeah like th- things this. which they saw while they were being like yeah i know but don't yeah. you just feel that they might just be like cry wolves like no the thing is their minds might have made it up that's a thing that's a possibility their brains might have made it up like a dream state that's possible yeah. uh so uh, that's what we are came, coming back to this question like death uh so basically if we accept all this then basically death is a failure of each of our organs or so, any one of our organs that prefer be the important was like the brain or the heart no but still if a like if a heart fails to a certain extent it can be brought back to life right no so, no like cpr right yeah to a certain extent we can mm. kick start the st- uh, heart again yeah. right so that's the thing so if you are going by the definition then a human being is just a sum okay. of okay. parts yeah essentially but there is also something that makes us different right the ability to think free will uh-huh. but that is not yeah but the magazine. free will consciousness yeah. uh, when we think about something we are projecting it to some screen right yeah but, no, but the ability for us to like think differently right because mm-hmm. if you were to make an organism fine but how would they know like what is instinct or other stuff like that which are like uh-huh. not described like how would like a just born baby know it has to like suckle how would it how or, does it know or, that or, or, how does or just exactly this how can two individuals come together and think about no, life yeah. itself yeah, right. like they just want to come and talk about what is death yeah <laughs> what is death what is life some random so, podcast so no one will probably hear <laughs> uh, 
so we have basically like uh what to say mm. it's not exactly the sum of our parts right we a little more than the sum yeah. of our parts so when we say this is a little more then that becomes ambiguous exactly so we ex- we said that death is a failure of the sum of our parts hmm. so if there's something more and that then also should matter should fail it should fail yeah yeah how does that fail if it's not a physical entity it could be physical it just not maybe our technology is not advanced yet hmm but so that could... thing but that thing which does not but that thing which we cannot feel hmm. is what determines life itself right hmm. or what if like this um what if you were to consider your brain as just one really large set of recursive neural networks okay Mm-hmm. so basically like to build patterns based are, on learning we are going back to the computer analogy no 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 okay but yeah. listen like so basically recursive neural networks okay mm-hmm. so it's little more like i want to define that so basically mm-hmm. consider your brain as like multiple like imagine a like really complex recursive neural networks like with like mm-hmm. uh, around what 50 times 50 100 with 100 uh, this thing 100 initial seeds like mm-hmm. 20 and so on yeah. you could easily analyze a 50 pixel image but imagine mm-hmm. something like much more complex much more mm-hmm. deeply neural netted yeah. now this is your brain okay and mm. you have no clue what it is like it's completely it's complex but it doesn't have any patterns formed mm. right so mm. um what i would this extra more is basically when you're learning right mm. how a recursive neural network works basically when every time it finds some certain pattern mm. it creates a certain pathway yeah. so what if as you're going through life you create these pathways okay and since your brain is so complex that you can create so many multiple pathways that yeah. be- that makes makes it seem like you have self thought or free will or whatever like basically your existence which you believe is your existence no the thing just, is if we if we say free will itself is a imagination then that's a contradiction right so basically like it's like a russell's paradox right we ourselves is a person right. and we are saying that you will listen imaginary okay continue continue i'm just going to look up russell's paradox uh, yeah <laughs> russell's paradox is basically like a set oh a set can't yeah, contain itself yeah 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 that's the thing so basically we ourselves are supposedly a free will being yeah and we ourselves are saying free will is imaginary no, so that is magic free will yeah. is a collection of our experiences Okay so which has trained our brain in a certain way based on recursive networks so no, that, no, then you, then now we are not free our will is our will is not free on, exactly it's not free the term, experience. The term is free will free will but it's exact it's completely dependent on previous experiences like say for example you find a fruit you would know it's poisonous how either somebody else ate it and died or you read it somewhere that it's poisonous mm. it's not like you just completely know like oh this is poisonous just for looking huh. at it right That's so like true. that's ah, the complete mm-hmm. amalgamation of all your experiences that is free will so uh, that would be a little, if that is your little something more right we are just uh, what so that is basically why we can we are just amalgamation of our parts and experiences we cannot imagine a new color right we cannot yeah we can't imagine a new color just whatever we, we have seen yeah we cannot yeah. smell a new like we cannot imagine a new smell exactly you can't imagine a new experience which you have never experienced like i i can say snowboarding you won't know what it is or how it feels like hmm. like when athletes talk about how they uh, have that one athlete uh, this thing they they're in the zone but nobody can like, you can't describe it to someone else unless you've experienced it yeah 
So, so stuff like that. What you're saying is that the brain is a machine, and it it takes its free its decisions based on previous experiences. experiences which it has built. And experience doesn't even have to be something major, even something as small as uh, you mentioning Russell's paradox that might stay mm. in my mind for a long time. Huh. So anything small, like something small, like I just saw this is red, then this this cable becomes thick to thin, or something like that. Any small thing also is noted, and it somehow works into your uh, this thing system. Yeah. All right, and like your state of mind or however you were, that complicates like how this thing what exactly happened. Mm. Right. So. Technically, what? Um, what? Essent- so you are not only just a, uh, imag- what? Some of your parts, you're also some of your parts plus experiences. Nothing yeah. more. So nothing more. The experience <laughs> is what makes us human. Exactly. Not just experience, the ability for our brain to analyze these experiences. That it's built on its own. Yeah, to make decisions. Accidentally, completely accidentally. So basically, this analysis of the memory exactly. is free will. Yeah. Right. So, a thought experiment. Let's take. Uh, this is a totally <laughs> ridiculous experiment. Yeah. <laughs> it is not ethical at all. Yeah, ethical. It's, it's, it's a thought experiment. <laughs> so it's outrageous. So take a baby, a newborn baby. Okay. And let's say there's a room. Okay. A room. Which and this is just a thought experiment, which can provide nutrients okay. through air. Okay. Uh, so the baby doesn't have to like interact uh, with anyone. Interact with anyone. Yeah. And we close the baby in the room. Okay. And this is a room is like a self-sustaining yeah. environment. And the baby can like survive. All yeah. the nutrients would be provided through mm-hmm. air. And we close this baby there mm. for years. Okay. And so your question is, will the baby go mad? <laughs> no, my question is, will the baby have some sort of decision-making ability? No, right. It have it has nothing to think about. What would it think about? This is a question. Like, will yeah, the no, baby? No, have... no, see, all the, if you are made from and some of your experiences, right? Like, mm. say I don't know but people. If, walk... if we if we consider the fact that we are some of our experiences, then this baby would not have free will. Or any will, as a matter of yeah. fact, just be the yeah. equivalent of a wild animal. Yeah, basically, no sort of quote unquote consciousness. Yeah, yeah. like it, basically, an animal in, born in a cage, it wouldn't know of any of the outside world. No, but, the, but the animal still has an animal instinct, right? A spider, like even if it was isolated, it still knows how to weave a web. A hmm. monkey still knows how to climb yeah. a tree. Yeah. But a human baby. But I mean, like what yeah. makes us human is yeah. free will, right? Free will and consciousness. Yeah. But so you're saying that this baby would but not still, have that. Yeah, it wouldn't have anything because, like I said, it, you're just uh, this thing. Some of your experiences, if you haven't experienced anything, like so, uh, why did you start walking bipedal? Because you thought mm-hmm. uh, this thing tetrapedal. Everyone was like, you child mm-hmm. grows, and you're like, uh, this is much faster and more efficient, right? Is the it, baby might experience. Will the baby stand up by itself? The baby will not stand up. At all, so that's your context. Completely, because we learned to be bipedal only because of seeing adults go bipedal, right? Mm. And everyone started telling us, "Come on, you can walk, get up." And if this baby has no clue, like what what is bipedal, mm. it would completely think this is how to walk. It might, it won't even know what 
wait, what would it even imagine? Because it has no frame of reference. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like just so like you're saying the baby won't have like, consciousness. What do what do blind people think? No, but like, right. yeah, that's the thing. But still, blind people have a vision of reality. Like how? It, how? It, when it's not how? visual, even if it's not visual, they do have some sense of reality, right? They can exp- they can ex- imagine something from sound, but you they can't imagine colors or anything. Yeah, like they that. can't imagine colors, but still. They have like this perception a shape. of huh, like this is yeah. a shape. That yeah, can shape. Yeah. The edges. Yeah. This is three D. Yeah. This is two D. Yeah, but what yeah. color do they imagine it in? Huh. They do not have this sense of color, but exactly. still they have they have a sense of reality. Hmm. A colorless reality. Yeah. This huh. baby would be something which is much worse, right? It would yeah. be no reality. Hmm. It would have no frame of reference. It's just a plain box room. where it doesn't it doesn't know other people like it exist it doesn't know uh, what anything else the moment it's like experience the outside world i think that the amount of information entering its head might actually kill it okay <laughs> yeah that 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 is some of the things this thought experiment will go at right <laughs> so our brain is so powerful right it's, it's more powerful than anything we have found yet in the universe so yeah. such a complex system like how would it behave in absolute vacuum of sorts <laughs> will it kind of implode no but consider this okay uh, like if you consider someone who is like uh, like you or me someone who has had like time to grow like get experiences like learn what stuff is mm-hmm. and we were locked in that very same room right we would go mad with our thoughts right mm-hmm. so the entire thing that makes us go mad is boredom because we don't know what to do because we're used to doing stuff Hmm. or the other thing is thoughts going wild and once you run out of thoughts to think about hmm. you literally have nothing else to do right so basically so this, this baby wouldn't have anything to do then hmm. like, yeah so it wouldn't go mad it'll just forever exist there yeah and it it would it, it would be a like uh it would be alive but not in the sense of way that we are anywhere talking about yeah it wouldn't even it wouldn't be human Yeah that's the thing it wouldn't be human we are we are yeah so what makes us human is basically this free will right yeah that our minds the ability to think and yeah. express ourselves hmm so basically life is not just the sum of our part but basically the sum of our experiences yeah that is life right yep. yeah hmm So now we can just cut out purgatory in the death scenario, can we? Huh. <laughs> yeah, purgatory doesn't exist anymore because it's just life and death. Because it's yeah, because there's nothing in between. There's no soul as such. It's just yeah, there's no soul. But uh, yeah, neural pathways. That's hmm. all. Basically, these might have been ideas which are which the brain itself made up, hmm. right? Maybe to explain what is not explainable. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't wonder but, what happens if you just do a but, brain transplant. But still the same thing is like uh, if we say that uh, we are a collection of our experiences. Oh, yeah, yeah, so thing is yeah. if you were to brain transplant mm-hmm. would you would you become the other person? Cuz you are the collection yeah. of experiences, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we should it, we should should wait, does brain yeah. transplant exist? Let me just look there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it exists. Like we should uh, like In an ideal world, we should. No, human brain transplant has never been conducted. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In an ideal world, like we should. We should, right? Yeah. So essentially, brain transplant would be basically you living forever. 
Hmm. Well, not forever, but yeah. <laughs> uh, like in psychopaths, they just they leave everything, so they convert the person to complete machine, except for his brain. Okay. Hmm. Uh, but what they do is, uh, uh, he he would not he would have gone dead ages ago. But the thing is, he needs to continuously stimulate his brain to keep it active. Hmm. So what he does is he starts hunting. Hmm. Okay, and he hunts people as like a f- sort of kick sort of thing, and he gives them weapons to make like sort of a challenge, so it seems more exciting to him. Hmm. So what he says is, the moment uh, his brain stops feeling any stimulus, right? Yeah. It would die. Okay. Okay. So you can't. So would this be like the paradox of why immortals can't exist? Because yeah. if there was a god, he would have gone mad by now and killed himself. No, maybe the. <laughs> The reason why immortals can't exist is because there's no purpose. Experiences, or for that matter, memory is finite. Yeah. Also, oh, you believe memory is finite? Okay. No, <laughs> it should be right. Memory is a physical thing, right? Yeah, yeah. At should, the end of the day, finite, but... yeah. If it's physical, it should be finite. Anything that's yeah, physical should be finite. Stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. We forget stuff, so, but if we if we do not forget stuff, basically. I mean, like, yeah. If we do not forget yeah. stuff, basically. Okay. Like, like what we know now is that basically uh, our memory is like infinite in our lifespan right mm. it's infinite basically we can yeah. learn everything in the world if we want to yeah. but still it's finite just not to an extent. we don't have the capability to yeah. reach that limit hmm. but if we could if we were immortal we would actually reach that limit but we would there forget are... stuff so we would not exactly reach the limit too <laughs> But you know what memory overloading is, right? If you like learn too much, you just tend to forget it. <laughs> yeah, we tend to forget it because, because like, uh, because exactly because to resolve this paradox, right? Yeah. Because memory itself is finite. Yes. To a certain extent. Hmm. So, uh, like, forget our brains because our brains are so powerful. Take a small organism like a parrot or a okay. rat. <laughs> can it? A brain of that size can it live? Can it live to be immortal? Hmm. Considering how a rat's brain is mostly motor-based cortexes, there's not mm-hmm. exactly much thinking ability, right? Mm-hmm. So there wouldn't be much memory to think. Literally. Let's, take, either... let's take a human. A rat yeah, you human. can take the closest thing to a human. Mm-hmm. Uh, one uh, You can take the closest thing to what happened? One minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the rat human. We've taken bat and human. Batman would have been so much cooler. But okay, ha, rat man it is. Rat man. Okay. Okay. So, uh, a rat man can, can't be an immortal. Because memory is finite. Like, okay. In a way which we can visualize. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So can you just take that... a person with a smaller brain? It's, you don't have to say rat man. <laughs> yeah, because that's something more within our frame. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, uh, that's right. Uh, so, a rat man... Cannot be immortal. Okay. <laughs> so, so basically taking that analogy up. Like he would be humans, immortal, but uh, he would rather just kill himself. <laughs> yeah, he would be mortal if he keeps on forgetting. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> still, we retain some of our experiences, right? Okay. Yeah, because even if we like, if you look back, emotions. Like, yeah, if we look back, like if we look back. We can still remember our experience, even though it's very small, right? Mm-hmm. To kindergarten, so it yeah. might be very small, like a very tiny incident, a small thing, but we can still remember that, yeah, right. And we can also remember, you know, stories which other people have told, not just our lives, but the lives of others, right? 
So we still yeah. remember. Yeah. Wait, I think there was a disease where you don't forget things. Oh. Uh, a disease where you don't. Basically, uh, some people had this. Okay. Mm. Hyperthymia, thymesia. So basically, what they can do is they uh, have this ability to like. uh this thing what obsessively remember stuff so okay. stuff like when they were an infant also right mm-hmm. they have perfect memories in detail yeah. like they can tell what it smelled like what it tasted like everything uh they this this happened at one moment if it's seen lucy mm-hmm. when she is like activating more and more of her brain she remembers yeah. like mom i remember when we were a child oh. we had a dog and all yeah. that right yeah mm-hmm. like that hyper mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. yeah so, so basically mm-hmm. ah, so, so if- uh memories like if we have perfect memory we can't be mortal yeah mm. i mean I that i think you would die fast <laughs> yeah. yeah so because memory is finite yeah right so you can only be so human <laughs> yeah because, uh, something is like um like so is that that is the death like is that something which strips up of strips off of our memories like when our memory comes to an end Is that mm. memories? Yes. As in the memories which are stored somewhere in our brain, mm. when that comes to an end, yeah. Like is that all the memories? All memories just go away, I believe. Like if we imagine that memory is a physical thing. Okay, it is, but okay. Physical, yeah, it's a physical like. Yeah, it's a certain it's chain of like, certain yeah. chain reactions, huh? Yeah, it's like chemicals which are yeah. like. Uh, Like rearranged in a certain way. No, basically, like... the neurons are there, right? It sparks mm. the neurons in a certain way that yeah. forms a certain memory. Memory, yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, basically, chemicals. So yeah. that the thing is, uh, like, when all those shut down, like we can say the person's dead. Okay. So memory is what defines life itself, because yeah. memory in turn is what defines free will. Okay. So a person who doesn't have memory is actually dead. Right. <laughs> so is the baby is a theoretical baby dead? A theoretical baby, according to this definition, mm-hmm. would be dead. <laughs> Because we have defined life. Yeah. And, and it ha- would have no clue what to do, right? Mm. So it would be dead. much faster i believe because it would have nothing to do it'll be like a animal trapped in a room mm. but we have to imagine that this is the human brain you're talking about so it would just yeah like we can't even predict what would happen they could try messing that, around that, a bit hmm that's what we even saw in lockdown right when lots of people were confined in those yeah like the brain was basically going haywire right yeah <laughs> yeah it was imploding basically well, so like right. some people were okay ha huh? Hmm. Yeah, like, I don't think you and me face that issue, but okay. <laughs> so like, still, to a certain extent, like we were like, what to say? We did not our brains subconsciously not comprehend, right. comprehend what's happening. Like yeah. we are not getting new experiences. Like okay. see, when we go out after staying indoors for a long time, it's like breathing oxygen for the first time. Right? <laughs> we are just getting flushed with new memories. Like just waking up, doing the same thing, going back. Like if we do that in a continuous loop, mm-hmm. for if like the thing why holidays are interesting is that this thing is a refreshing okay. thing. 
like it gives you meaning like ah, this is a break from continuity yeah the break from continuity itself is a new experience that's yes. like all it is a refreshing right mm-hmm. so basically when we are confined in those we are not making new experiences so basically yeah. there's this sort of like our pseudo say in a very philosophical kind of way life is not moving forward for the break <laughs> right Do you know, you know, there's actually one thought experiment for that. So what they considered was, um, say you had this thing called the experience machine. Mm. Okay. So basically, that machine can show you. You can whatever you feel in the memory, you feel in real life. Like you feel in real life, everything. Okay. Mm. And you can live in that experience zone for however long you want. Two days, four days, six days, mm. one year, whatever. Mm-hmm. So basically, you put yeah. on the device and you have to enter your memory. Basically, the matrix. Okay. But uh, like you can live out your memories. Okay. like you can live out whatever you want to do like you want to go skydiving you can go live it out within the memory device but here's the thing you would never consider that to be a memory you would consider that to be an artificial experience right even though you have experienced it uh, like yeah. you can completely feel it top to bottom yeah. but you know somebody in uh, outside in the real world has already gone and done the thing rather than yeah. being sitting here stuck to a machine doing it in your mind yeah right so why does that void always come even if uh this thing if memory was just enough right yeah so it's it's also yeah. i feel it's about like before coming that request the satisfaction like, of doing something ha huh. before we come to that question uh to uh, to my previous example like like what we said basically in physics like being yeah. at rest and being yeah. in uniform motion is basically the same thing right yeah <laughs> so basically if we like our theoretical baby is at rest right yeah and a person in lockdown is basically in uniform motion yes right? they are doing the same thing again and again yeah. so both these events are basically the same if you think about <laughs> it right? uh, okay from a physics perspective right. sure yeah huh. because see at the end of the day this fundamentals must be right right yeah. see even for motion even for anything like being at rest and being in uh, doing something uniformly should be the yeah. same so they, i think that is why people get like uh, mental distress in lockdown because for the brain see, the brain sense of time is not going forward because yeah. we are doing the same thing again and again mm. and for the brain life is not going forward okay because i think like what you have come up with this interesting perspective of experiences like yeah. for the brain new experience is what gives it uh, Like what you say, a meaning, meaning of life, right? Yeah. So for the brain, experience is what drives life. So okay. when the new experiences, mm-hmm. right? So for a theoretical baby and a person who's stuck doing the same thing in a time loop, yeah, it's the exact same thing. Like this, life is not going forward, right? Yeah. And the static thing is basically destabilizing into a sort of death-like scenario, right? Yeah. So basically, I think that is why people are bringing up this issue of mental health in a big way because, like, there's this sort of connection between these two mm-hmm. kind of things. Because we like we cannot prove like yeah like how can we prove these two are the same? Like we can't prove it in yeah. like a scientific way, but still, if you think about it, these two things might be the same. And coming to like your question, like new memories are not made if we do it virtually. like if you think it think about it logically it should be yeah. true 
should be true, right? Yeah, it should be true. If, if you think logically, it should be true because yeah. our sense organs basically signal to the brain, right? And if yeah. we can do the same thing, it should be right. So that tells us that there are some things like, uh, like which we can feel, which we cannot, and no simulation can match, right? Mm. A brain cannot be tricked into new experiences, <laughs> right? But it can feel it. it. Can feel fear, like how we feel feel fear in our dreams. Like yeah. can still feel all those emotions, but it's it, it is not registering as a new memory. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I think this is some sort of limit, which I cannot explain this, but I think this is a sort of limit which nature itself puts forward, because as as we have conjectured. Okay. If, if memories and experiences mm. are driving time, yeah. right? We, driving time for the brain. Yeah. If we stimulate memory using some device, basically we are fooling time and going for like we are creating new time yeah. for the brain, right? Yeah. I think. Oh, it, it, so it's like a temporal clock in the back of your mind. Yeah. And basically, the mind is going like the mind is going into a time machine. Yeah. Like a new experience. <laughs> Like, I think that is a barrier which we cannot explain, right? Yeah. The brain does not sense it as a true experience because we cannot fool time. Like this is some <laughs> barrier which the universe itself has. HG is gonna chase your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing, when you think about it, that's the thing, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's something we cannot explain, but the fact that we cannot fool new experiences. The fact yeah. that the brain does However, not. if you've gone to VR or AR, mm -hmm. anything, yeah. you can never really feel that thing, right? You've always yeah. feel a disconnection between yeah. it. We can feel emotions, right? We can, we yeah, you can feel emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. We but can analyze it. You but can we... analyze it and you can mm -hmm. react, but you never feel it. It will never be like an experience. Huh. Like, you, you... like you see a movie, mm -hmm. you'll be like, oh my God, I cried, such emotional. Yeah. But you never went into the shoes of the protagonist. Yeah. You never like, Oh no, I actually got hurt here. Oh no, mm. working out actually hurt this yeah. much. If you yeah. see a movie for the time being, we are in the movie, right? In the mode, but, in the zone. But after yeah. that, you're like, we do not remember is that an experience, like how you go on a trekking trip or something. Mm -hmm. That's even, a completely different thing. Even if the trekking trip small, a movie yeah. to Mars would still be forgotten over a small yeah. trekking trip. That's the thing. <laughs> so basically, I think this is the concept. Like uh, the fact that memories and experience itself makes the sort of as a concept of time going in our mind i think which we have actually proved with this experiment like we we, we cannot fool the brain because we cannot fool time right because I, like if you ask me how can you say that this and time are equivalent i cannot say that but basically this is a conjecture right this is a this is a like kind of roadblock which the universe itself has put Okay. Space. Because we cannot go, we cannot make new time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because we can make anything else. We can make like, like you, you can know, slow like down time. Something. Yeah. You can't make new time. Yeah. We can't make something new. Just like you can't make new energy. Hmm. Just like you can't make uh, like new stuff. Like you can't make new energy. You can't make new like all those things no, are actually, concerned. You know, like, one thing, your self-temporal clock theory, hmm. right? That actually would explain why, even though like astronauts who are in the space station, right, mm -hmm. when they moved around Earth at like high speeds, they did they did kind of like technically warp into the past, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they're from wait, yeah, they're from the past, mm -hmm. right? So 
but they felt the same amount of time go as a normal person yeah because their brain still counts time in the same way they can't mm-hmm. comprehend the fact that they're going yeah. slower yeah it's yeah. like a certain uh, this thing refresh rate as in pc mm. <laughs> this like that, so that concept of time right for the astronaut in space so still his brain is going at the same rate so yeah. there is some sort of a sense of time right what we yeah. say as a body clock that's mm. functioning in our brain so the thing is that uh if we say that body clock is triggered by experiences yeah like our mind craves these experiences because our mind works on experiences and life itself is powered by experiences mm. and the dearth of experiences uh or uh like a sense that our life is going astray is because our past experiences are not like not able to predict what's coming in front of us and that is what is causing mental distress because the fact that our brain cannot wind like like a gear turning yeah like, it cannot wind because it's not getting new experiences mm. and it like cannot go forward so basically we can conjecture this time that life itself goes forward because of experiences and experiences are triggered by memory yes so basically, memory is what makes free will and your being everything general. possible exactly yeah so i think that's it like memory is what triggers life so there memory is white dog it is a absence of generated memory yeah and uh, so is memory degrades feeling degrading into death you so slowly going mean, to death until your memory no longer exists the moment your memory is gone you consider it dead yeah so biologically we might not be dead, dead in a physical but mentally but still, you're dead yeah because you're no longer a person anymore since your memory is no longer there to define you for who yeah. you are yes hmm. so theoretically baby and the guy who is stuck <laughs> in a loop yeah basically those two are equivalent because experience is what makes us human exactly yeah and but i think for a later discussion yeah <laughs> uh, what happens to animals then oh yeah we're going to do that later yeah because this is a pretty good not... first episode though yeah <laughs> animals do not have free will right oh dude i have so many things i want to discuss there's one about love and there's one about why people are nice there's this like so many topics i want to talk <laughs> this is a good first episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.